All right, so uh, let's see, by week number two. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, things again did not go as planned. My father, well, two different things happened. One, the banks that I sent power of attorney form to decided that they didn't want to accept those forms, which meant that I was going to have to run around like a chicken with my head cut off, uh, basically wasted two days of my life, day and a half of my life, trying to get another power of attorney form drawn up that we ended up not even using, which I'll get to in a minute. I thought that I was going to go home and upload this week's content. That didn't happen because of the banks not accepting the power of attorney. So the lesson learned that I can share with everybody there is don't get power of attorney drawn up by an attorney in one state and then notarized by someone in a different state because they'll have a problem with that. Uh, as of 2022, apparently some banks now want specific verbiage in the power of attorney form for the power for the notary saying these people appeared before me in person because uh, there's been a lot of online notarization due to COVID. The other thing that we got dinked on was the banks claimed that because we didn't specify in language that they accepted specific language saying that I would be able to add a beneficiary to my father's account that I wouldn't be able to. And by by the way, I want to give a special fuck you to Chase Bank. I want everybody who's listening to this to close their bank account if they have it with Chase and go somewhere else because I'd fuck them. And then walk into um, the lobby and take a big steaming shit right on the floor. Yes. Shit on the yes. floor. Yes. Here's what happened. So initially Chase accepted the power of attorney uh, added me to the account. And then when I tried to add a beneficiary to the account, which is important because if there's no beneficiary, here's the thing. So the power of, of attorney form is only good as long as the person you have power of attorney for is still alive. As soon as they pass away, the power of attorney ends. And at that point, now to get the money out of the bank, you either have to be a beneficiary on the account or you have to go through probate, meaning hire a lawyer to get that money for you. So the banks do this douchey thing where they say, if you don't have specific wording of the document that the person signs, that says, I want to give this per person permission to add a beneficiary to my account, specific wording, you don't have that, they'll deny you the ability to do that. And like I say, I, so try to get another power of attorney document by a lawyer in Florida. Um, oh, and the other thing that they didn't like is that, so the attorney that gave me the form had written in there the date of like, I think November 20th or something like that, or 10th. And my dad didn't sign, didn't agree to assign the document on that same day. So it was like a week later that we signed the form. And then when we signed the form and date it, we dated the current date that he signed it. Well, they said, well, the date doesn't match. And I'm like, dude, it was like a week later he decided to sign it. And they said, doesn't matter. It has to match. So found a different attorney that would draw up a new power of attorney immediately, basically same day. Actually, it was next day, but close enough with all these different extra stipulations, like having instead of having the date in there written in, having a blank space so that we can add it, you know, manually on whatever day it is that we get him assigned and all this stuff. Anyway, he wound up going back to the hospital before I could even have him sign it. And to make a long story short, it turned out that he had a, in addition to having COVID and pneumonia, he then also, they found a perforated colon, 
which means that there's a tear in his intestines that was leaking into his body, uh, into his body cavity. And that can kill you almost immediately because that causes that sepsis. There's very bad bacteria that once it gets into your bloodstream, uh, causes a blood infection and, and yeah, can kill you potentially minutes, uh, if it's a really bad situation, but other than that can take two or three days. So my sisters actually had been planning to come down here this week. Initially, they're planning on coming down around Christmas or New Year's because originally that's when we thought he would probably you know, be getting close to the end. But they decided that they wanted to come down here sooner because they didn't want to leave their mother alone uh, for Christmas. So they get here and then we find out that he's got this uh, torn colon and all of a sudden now it's okay. Instead of him having two or three weeks, now it's two or three days. So now he's at hospice, um, except oddly enough, or funnily enough in the situation. So he got there and he deteriorated really rapidly, but now he's stabilized. And so it's this running joke with our family that he's sticking around long enough to fuck up, fuck over our plans one last time. Cause he, not that he intentionally tries to fuck people's plans over, but he had this thing where he would, he would just do whatever he wanted to do whenever he wanted to do it. And he wouldn't bother telling anybody what his plans were. Like he'd just show up on your doorstep and be like, hi, I'm here. You know? And if you had, you know, if you were home, great. If not, then he would just drive away and go do something else. He, he was just like that. Anyway. Um, what else did I want to talk about? More, more, um, Lessons learned. So the other thing I wanted to talk about some more last uh, on the last one we did for this, I mentioned that Medicaid, there's this process that you have to apply for Medicaid in this case, because he's going straight to hospice, we're not going to bother applying to Medicaid. But what we did learn was that I, uh, the Medicaid approval approval process, they look back at your history, your financial history for five years of history. And they're not like the IRS. So like the IRS, you can legally give people gifts of, say, $15,000 a year per person, and it won't be uh, taxed um, for like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inheritance tax or gift tax or something like that. Well, Medicare doesn't care about that. They'll look at that and go, no, we will count that as part of your income that we have to consider whether or not you're able to pay for your long-term care. And the reason that this is important is my father was seven is 71. So he would have had to have started divesting his assets by the time he was 66. And so if you're listening to this and you're 45, 50, 55, uh, the, the lesson learned here is you need to start already thinking about divesting your assets so that they can be divested by the time you hit 65, because by the time you hit 65, it might be too late um, to divest those things without Medicare looking at them and then charging you for, as if you still have those assets. Uh, other things that we learned about were a personal care contract and a qualified investment trust. Um, the qualified investment trust Sounds really interesting. The way it's worded, you might think that you, that means you're putting your money into your trust so it's not in your name so that Medicare won't take it, but that's actually just the opposite. The Qualified Investment Trust, it, apparently this isn't in every state, but it is, does, it is a thing in Florida. 
but all your income that goes into the qualified investment trust does get taken by the healthcare organization that you end up at. So any any assets that you can get <clears throat> out of your name either as gifts or this other thing there's a personal care contract. So for example, let's say my father had 100,000 in in cash um which I don't think is the case but he could actually hire me today, pay me that hundred thousand in advance with an agreed um, in the contract to basically say that over the next five years, next 10 years or whatever, I will work for him for $40 an hour, $60 an hour doing whatever he needs to have done, paying bills, coming to see him at the the long-term care facility, making sure that he's being taken care of properly. And you can do that, but you can only do that with whatever cash he has. You can't do that with whatever uh, pension is coming in or social security money that's coming in. There's a difference there between having, for example, a pension versus a 401k because the 401k is in your name. You have access to it. You could potentially cash it out and put it into a trust or give it to somebody else. But for example, my father didn't have that. He never had any kind of retirement savings. He was going to rely on his pension. But the pension has to go into that qualified investment trust, and that's going to go straight to the healthcare program. The family would have never gotten that at all. So fun times, lessons learned. Um, But yeah, right now... My father's in hospice. We thought he would already be gone maybe today or tomorrow, but it's looking like he might be around for another two or three days. And like I said, the the running joke is that he'll stick around actually longer just because it'll screw up everybody's plans one last time. Anyway, so that's where we're at. I'm hoping that uh, I'll get to finally go home next week or or the week after so that I can get caught up in stuff that I need to do (laughs) my own life and including uploading next the next episode that's been on hold for a month now chris you've been quiet over there what are you thinking about words (laughs) (laughs) now i was gonna interject with just some you know stupid sarcastic comment like i always do like oh what are you doing fucking dealing with your life and stuff why can't you go away also that Actually, no, I thought you were, you were going to be like muted or uh, <laughs> like went, went to go take a take a piss or something. Yeah, you just hear me uh, distant from the other room. Hey, yeah, no, I'm, still, I'm still here. No, I, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Insurance yeah, right is bullshit and, and the world is unfair. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about it at the uh, the beginning of what you're talking about with the um, you know clauses and using the right terminology, and I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ, you know? It- yeah. So that's that. Really, so what really pisses me off about that? So like on one hand, you could say that they're trying to protect their uh, their client, and I get that. But like for example, with Chase, they added me to the fucking account. They accepted the first power of attorney that we sent them, and it was because I appealed the fact that we thought that the wording did include the ability to add a beneficiary. They fucking decided to pull a dick waving move and go, Oh, well, if you want to argue that we're going to argue these three or four other things and fuck you. Now you're off the account. Oh, (laughs) sorry. This country needs a fire sale. I said it.
If we had a fire sale, we would get rid of all technology and all banks, and we would go back to the barter system, and we would do things like, oh, do you have a family member that's in need? We have a facility that will help them. We do have a lot of people, so you got to get in line, so there's that, but you wouldn't have fucking red tape and bullshit, and oh, you didn't use the proper terminology, or cross your I's and dot your T's, and you have to fill out triple Z form 502ZB, fuck you. Fuck you is actually in the name of the form, because fuck you. I've got 7,000 eggs and 4,000 roosters. There you go. That's good. We need eggs. Cool. What's your yes. dad's ailment? He's um, everything. Yeah. Okay, that's going to be 12,000 eggs. <laughs> they said I have 7,000. We'll put you on layway. You got chickens, right? Yeah. Uh, Fire sale. Make it happen. Mr. Robot, you go in there and you get both them data centers this time. Do it. <laughs> oh um i mean the show's been out for a while that's a spoiler sorry yeah yeah it just reminds me of the the meme that i've seen about you know telling anonymous you know to to go fucking cancel student loans or go cancel some mortgage yeah why don't they do that they, they seem because the financial district has probably even more security than the government's oh. for specifically this reason it's the illuminati's the multiple Illuminatis, yes. They're all on that damn island. That's I- Ireland, Ireland off of Ireland? Georgia. <laughs> that Ireland off of Georgia. Ireland's an island. <laughs> Not off of Georgia. Yeah, it's close to Russia. See what I did there? I mean, it's, it's the other Georgia. Ah. Well, could also say it's close to the other Georgia, too. Def- you know, for certain definitions of close. Depends on what your definition Depends of the word is, is, was. No, it's is is. That's what it was. Really? It depends on what your definition of is is is. Jesus fucking Christ! Can we start electing like competent that. people for president, please? We're just getting worse. We almost <laughs> elected a, a werewolf for senate. <laughs> <laughs> did he say he wanted to be a werewolf or a, dr- or a vampire? Did. No, no, he settled on werewolf. Forty-eight fucking percent. Voted for this neck with a face that wants to be a werewolf. <laughs> oh my I mean, god! Don't you want to be a werewolf? Yeah, I did when I was seven. <laughs> oh, somebody said that. Who said Obama said that? I think he did. I stole that from him. I'm sorry. That was, that, that was blatant plagiarism. Yes, yes. Yeah, Obama's stand up is strong, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, his 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 speechwriter is strong. Yeah, true. But he's got good delivery. I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah, his delivery's good. <sighs> so right, Christmas so- is coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't even want to think about it. My my aunt is here in town with us. Oh, yeah. So it, along with this, you know, running joke of him fucking up everyone's plans. So because my sisters didn't and no, none of us knew about his tour and colon until he, until they got down here. So they initially planned on coming down. They can't got here late last week. They're going to spend about a week here, and then they were going to go to Orlando for Disney because they brought down my nephew, who's four years old, and is this whirlwind of activity. And of course, he's too young to really understand what's going on, which so it's understandable. So different family members were, you know, kind of taking care of him while the adults had to do their thing. And the 
as I said, because we didn't realize how serious it was going to get so quickly, they thought, okay, so we'll come visit him, then we'll go to Orlando, take him to Disney, and then maybe we'll come back down towards the end of the year, you know, at the end of the month, when we think that things are really going to get serious. And <laughs> so he's sticking around and fucking up their plans of going to Orlando. Anyway. Hmm. Multijazz. And then also my plans of go yes, and then my plans of going back to Ohio. So who knows what's next? And my, my aunt was saying about at least once he passes and he's in a better place and you know, this'll be one thing off of our plate that, you know, we've got multiple other things going on and at least I'll, you know, be able to go back to the house and work on the house in Ohio and I had to remind her, no, he I've we still got his house in Illinois that we're gonna have to deal with after this because you know, he retired and moved all his stuff into that house. So that's going to be a whole project. It's, it's probably going to be like, and I feel like it's going to be like two or three years of my life because all of the stuff that I'm packing up and bringing up from, from Florida to Ohio, and then all of the stuff that I'm going to be gathering from his house in Illinois, I just feel like I'm going to have like a storage room worth of stuff in my house that I'm going to be unpacking one box at a time every week. That is exactly what will happen. Yes, that is that is exactly what will happen. Yep. I narrowed mine down uh, to a couple of boxes. Well, that was the funny thing was before he retired and moved down here, I had already gone through all of my stuff and downsized. And I did. I still did have a decent amount of stuff, but I was able to box it up and put it into one uh, one room that was in the middle. Of, not even the whole room, but basically like a four by four square. Like I could pack all of my stuff into that square and I, other than the furniture. And that was, that was my stuff. And then he comes down and basically fills the entire rest of the house. It's just like, oh, fuck. here we go again. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, then it, I've also got an entire house worth of shit in, in Illinois. And it's, and most of it is shit. Cause he would just go to the dollar store and do retail therapy and buying stuff. That's, you know, worth a dollar, but he'd buy 40 of them. So, like I'm going to pack up a box of cleaning supplies. I'm never going to have to buy cleaning supplies for the rest of my life. I don't know. I hear they go bad. Cleaning supply. Only if you mix the wrong ones. No, they get dirty. <laughs> ah, there's the joke. It's like, it's like soap. <laughs> like, <sighs> sure. Like, why do people freak out about using soap that someone else has used? It's soap. What's it like the thing about guys only using one towel for a couple days? And you know, didn't you use that on your ass yesterday? Yes, but by the next day, it's forgotten. Oh, I always use different sides. The back side is for the back side, and the front side is for everything else. Got it. <laughs> Whatever works. <sighs> so I think before I hit record, you know, you were sharing a little bit where not really not sharing about your experience with hospice because you actually didn't have to do that with your dad, which is sort of a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I've, well, I've had to deal with hospice with, um, grandparents, grandparents. Um, yeah. It's never fun. Anything. It's not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be well, solemn and dignified. If you go to the right hospice and you deal with people who, you know, care about you their live jobs. in New Orleans. Is it? I don't get it. It's like a Creole thing to have, uh, like the jazz band. Oh yeah. I like that meme. Yes. Yeah. That, well, that meme is it's reality. I mean, 
it's having the party. It's a, it's not a funeral. It's a party. Mm. It's a celebration of life. Yeah, but that's after you die. I think uh, hospice is probably still not fun and there. Depends on the family. I mean, it hasn't been in our case, mainly because, probably mainly because of me, because he's been so, he was really struggling this these last four months being in the hospital. He just wanted to go home and go to sleep and rest. Yeah. And you, you don't get any rest in any of the you know medical facilities. And so we've got a friend of the family who's a friend of his that's come down and she's one of these people that just talks forever, mile a minute, 24-7. And at one point I'm just like, okay, stop. Take a break. <laughs> let him sleep. He's been wanting to sleep four months. Just let him be. So anyway, I guess we can close with that. That's uh, enough of lessons learned. If you're going through similar shit, uh, maybe you can relate. Maybe if you think that you're going to be going through some similar shit, just a heads up. Hope you learned something. And if you're not going through similar shit, fuck you. I don't care. No, I don't. <laughs> Just uh, always I mean, think to yourself, I didn't wake up on fire today. Yeah, right. Unless there are any, you know, burn victims that just woke up on fire in the last 24 hours, in which case, I'm sorry, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's always my go to when I'm having a bad day. Like, you know, at least I didn't wake up on fire, but it's going to happen in one of these days. I'm going to be sitting there in a hospital and be like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Just a total Gerald, uh, just a total Gerald of Rivia moment. Just yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> now what? At least I didn't wake up with totally with healed in my skin and covered in naked women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So. How do I want to end this? How do we want to end this? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, sorry. Things are a little complicated right now, but um, we do still have plenty of material we're going to be releasing and uh, going to be Sometime, having eventually. an episode come up soon. We just, uh, you know, things happen. Life gets complicated and uh, we did not have the ability to post an episode this Friday. So listen to some of the other ones. If you haven't, there's like, what are we at a hundred now? Uh, no, we were just, so we've recorded a little over 75, but not all 75 have been released yet. Yeah. But I mean, I think, okay. So lucky McKee was 69. So <laughs> That's we've right. Gotten like 70. Nice. Uh, I think 70 that have been released and at of an average of an hour each that would take them 70 hours of listening to more than 70 hours. Cause some of them are like an hour and a half. So you got stuff to go through. Go, go. Go do something else. It's like the fair. I, I referred to Ferris Bueller at the end of the the last one. Mm-hmm. Life comes at you pretty fast. Now it's now it's uh you know what are you still doing here? Go go home. go home. <laughs> go listen to a different episode. Go. 